Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. As I dive into how Bitcoin's fall in value has affected investors all around the world, and especially how it has affected the nation of El Salvador, the first nation to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender. Millions of investors holding crypto assets are still reeling from shock all around the world. After a brutal six months in which more than $1 trillion in value has been erased, some of the biggest losers are well-known names, such as Vitalik Buterin, creator of Ethereum. Others are common-day folk, hopeful in Bitcoin's potential. But one of the most interesting stakeholders is the government of El Salvador. Around a year ago, Naib Bukele, the country's president, announced plans to become the first nation to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender, alongside the US dollar. IMF officials and Western central bankers denounced the idea as something only a president with a wobbly grasp of economics could embrace. Bukele stubbornly bought a pile of Bitcoin, spending more than 100 million US dollars so far, and asked the citizens to download digital wallets which more than half of the population did. Since then, however, the crypto asset has lost about a third of its value, creating losses of $40 million for the country. This is a painful blow to a nation already in perilous fiscal shape. Is El Salvador ready now to renounce its embrace of cryptocurrencies? Suisi Calejas, culture minister and acting head of the National Congress, gave a defined no. Calejas said that Bitcoin looks different from the viewpoint of an emerging market politician as opposed to Western critics or traditional economists around the world. A main argument was poverty. About 70% of El Salvador's population does not have access to the banking system, but more than half have cell phones with patchy internet service, however. So offering people digital wallets can promote financial inclusion, or so the government argues. A second issue, said Calejas, is that El Salvador's economy relies on remittances from overseas workers, equating to about a quarter of the country's GDP. Currently, however, people lose almost 20% of that money to the high transfer fees charged by companies such as MoneyGram, or Western Union when sending money back home. Using digital wallets for transfers is potentially far cheaper by removing this middleman in the transaction. In addition, the country's citizens have seen so much volatility that they are less shocked by currency swings. We know money is always fluctuating, she said. Now Bitcoin loses 25% of its value, but in a few weeks, maybe Bitcoin is going to recover. Finally, there's the issue of geopolitics. El Salvador hates being vulnerable to the unpredictability of Washington's policies. And not just because the country, like many other emerging markets, suffers badly when dollar interest rates swing. The desire for independence or financial independence stems from here. The wave of Western sanctions against Russia has fueled fears that the US is increasingly using the dollar as a political weapon. We are a small country and we are vulnerable, Kalahas explained. 
We're trying to be more independent and sovereign. What Westerners also need to understand is that resentment against the dollar-based system is rising in the non-Western world. Bukele is not the only leader curious about crypto. Last week, his government held a conference about its experience on its so-called Bitcoin beach zone. And finance officials from dozens of other emerging market countries turned up. The highest per capita use of crypto today is overwhelmingly in emerging markets. This makes sense. As Hyun Song Shin, economic advisor at the Bank for International Settlements, has noted with colleagues, while the frictions associated with Bitcoin seem excessively high to Westerners, this cost or risk looks relatively lower in regions with weak trust in fiat or traditional currency. So maybe El Salvador's experiment may end with a bad ending, the trust in digital currency risking it all. But the West needs to recognize that it would also be risky to ignore the sense of economic desperation and frustration within the dollar-based global order that has sparked this move. Many more may follow El Salvador's path in the future too. So that's it for today's episode folks. Hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. Stay tuned and see you next week.